Hi and welcome to Coffee and Careers, the University of Sheffield Career Service podcast. I'm Gavin. Today I'm joined by Sarah, Murtaza, Wong Tai, Sam, Barney. So today's topic is about changing direction. We've all made decisions already in our lives that will affect our future, be it the university that we choose to study at, the course we opt to study. What would be interesting to hear is, when you started university, did you start with a career in mind and has that changed over time or has it stayed the same? Um, well, when I started my degree course, I actually wanted to run my own business. I quite like the idea of being my own boss. And then as my, my course developed, I realised I really, really loved languages and I wanted to do something with those. So as I came to my third year and fourth year, I started looking at opportunities for building a career that might include languages, maybe as like a secondary focus. Well, for me, it has, the same career has been on, on the record for as long as I can remember. Ever since I was a kid, I just wanted to do something with technology for the world and with so many different things that are happening about the climate, about the global warming, all those things just being keep, kept bombarding onto my head and I was like, why can't we just use engineering to solve these problems that we already have? I was an economics and history student. I did my BA and MA in that subject area. But I changed to philosophy. So I think I sort of have confined myself in religious philosophy so much that I am putting myself to be equipped with that kind of uh, knowledge. When I first started university, I came into a sociology degree, not knowing where it was going to take me. I didn't have any sort of careers in mind. I think when I was little, I wanted to go into the police, so I decided to do sociology with criminology. But since looking at all my modules and learning a bit more about it, I've decided that I want to sort of like work with people a lot. I don't really know any sort of definite career options, but I know what I sort of want out of a career. Yeah, no, I'm kind of similar to other people. I mean, like, when I kind of started off, so I did politics. At first, I was kind of just going in because I found it really interesting in general, without, like, a broader career goal in mind. So it was just kind of going to that and then maybe look for something to do with politics, like definitely not being an MP, <laughs> definitely did not want to do that at any point. Um, but it's kind of, and now sort of as of, I think it, it kind of similar to any subject that as you go on throughout subjects, um, like people said, like you kind of just find specific bits of specific subjects that you find really interesting. So for me it's like specifically like international development type stuff and then even maybe sort of the charity sector as well and how that works. So those are sort of now areas I want to go into that kind of just over the years have kind of come up through stuff you study and through experiences you have. That's really interesting. Um, you've touched on a few things there. Um, I'm just interested in like what has kind of changed your mind. Is it like past experiences at families, friends? I mean, you spoke about the media there. So, I mean, I mean, like personally for me, so both my parents are in the civil service, so they were obviously talking about politics and how it affected their work quite a lot. So then it was all in the household, is kind of hearing that a lot, kind of made me think, oh, I'd quite like to be, know about this so I can get involved in that and kind of build from there. And then as well, with something like politics particularly, it's always in the news, like you always just see different opinions from it and just like the main news stories are always about those political issues. And then just when you're within your subject, kind of with other people that are so passionate about it, then you kind of just build up a passion from them as well, I guess. It's almost like there are some really positive role models yeah. that you're thinking of there. For me, it's quite organic. So if you're really lucky, you'll have someone who really is passionate about what they do and you can learn from them and think, gosh, that's a really exciting route. In my case, it was a little bit... Uh, a little bit the reverse of that, this is something I don't want to do. <laughs> okay, and that's also important, but it does feel like at school you do get careers advice at, at different key points in your education, but for me it comes down to some key transitions as well as those role models. So you're presented to an extent with a series of choices like year 9, year 10, then year 11, what are you going to do with your GCSEs? That, that sends you down a critical path. You know? 
and then if you then come to do successfully in you know, key subjects in your GCSEs, then what's the next choice? Well, I'm probably going to filter down and specialise in that. There's always the option of going down the apprenticeship route. That wasn't really presented to me, in my, my experience. I think that's changing. But I think there are key key decision points in your career and you kind of follow you know, what works now. I don't really know what I want to do, actually. And so you're pragmatic. Well, I'm good at this. I enjoy that. I'll do that. And then I think it's a bit more about thinking creatively as as university, you're able to explore your, your interests and, and your, um, you know, what you're really, really good at at university and you can start to channel your interests a little bit there. I think one of the, the interesting things from, from my perspective is are we a bit naive going into career choice? So do you look at what's on TV, um, what parents do, so we're aware of the jobs that are in our sphere and our, in our understanding and is there anything that we can really do about that to, to get better understanding and and is changing careers actually promoted enough do do you think that you're still going with the mindset of there is one career for me is it a dream job has anyone got any thoughts on I think a lot of people get sort of not exactly told in life but say you choose this at GCSE then you choose this at A level and this is what you're going to do for the rest of your life these are sort of like the five career paths you can choose from and you can't really deviate from that whereas things sort of like banking, finance, there's things like HR that I could go into that I wouldn't have necessarily known going into picking sociology as a subject at university so I think there's a lot of options that people don't necessarily explore when looking for careers so there's not really that much direction out there. And it's, there's some really important people in your life helping you to harness those aspirations. And you've talked about wanting to be a member of the police force, and that's really exciting. Where the opportunities are for you to get experience to make sure you're getting the right qualifications, you know. So you've got those aspirations. How are they being harnessed and channeled? I suppose. Yeah. So I remember wanting to be a police officer until A levels, and then I sort of got told that that was the apprentice route and going to a different sort of university for that and. That's not necessarily what I wanted. I feel like my skills are more academic. So I wanted to go for sort of like a different course that still had those crime elements in there. And then I could sort of later in life choose something related to crime rather than being a police officer. Um, Because it's very physical and obviously like researching more into the roles. You don't really think about it when you're younger, do you? So I think it's just knowing exactly what the roles involved and knowing what your skill set is. I think your, your point was really interesting about philosophy and how you've changed your approach to philosophy. You thought you'd have one particular interest and you've gone down, a, I think you said, a, re- a religious philosophy yeah, yeah, route. Yeah. So is, it, is it something there almost about knowing yourself, learning about yourself? Yeah, when I first came to uni, it was like introduced with so many philosophies. Everything bombarded my brain. I was trying to find out where I should really stand. I grew up in a very multi-religious country, India. So I just uh, thought, uh, why not explore that part of uh, research? And five years ago, six years ago, I was an economic student. Mm-hmm. I was a history student. Never thought of anything about religion. In my experience, if you have the experience in your life and you have a very strong resolve to go into a particular career, I think that's going to be much more easier for you to go through a uni and pursue that career uh, instead of just doing it because you're good at it. For instance, in my case, I went down to the country- countryside once, one time and I was talking to one of the farmers there and he said that his crops were destroyed because of a nearby factory that was completely mindless, mindlessly exhausting ash particles from it and depositing on their fields and you know he had no money that year because the entire yield was destroyed. 
So I, that was one experience that completely changed my mind and I wanted to go into environmental engineering because of that. I guess past experiences do influence us. It seems both students and employers are placing more importance on previous work experience. I, I tend to think about this in a different way. So if I was asked, here, pick the career for the rest of your life, I'd probably want to try it first. I mean, the, the, way, the way that I try to explain to other people is if I had to eat a meal, one meal for the rest of my life, I'd want to try as many foods as possible just to make sure I made an informed choice. No one wants to be stuck with mint stew or my mother's moussaka for the rest of their life. Um, so besides placements, have you done anything else to try to make an informed choice about some of the things that you might be interested in? So when I first joined my PhD here, there used to be a kind of philosophical talks and PhD students are invited by schools. So we get that opportunity, paid opportunity to go into things like that. Finally, in my third and fourth year, I think, of uh, my PhD, I. I thought, no, I should give in to understanding uh, religion and society a lot. So there was a job opening in the University of Sheffield multi-faith chaplaincy where I went for an interview and I got it. So I thought putting myself into that uh, job was a really uh, a big boost for me to understand even the British society, British religion and how uh, Things, things work in here. I think all the experience is really good experience and it's how you draw upon that and then sell it back to others. I, I, I think, like you say, putting yourself out, that's probably one of the most difficult things that you can do. Uh, as you said, getting yourself in the job role, obviously is going to be giving you a lot more experience about the particular job. But if you think about it, right now we are in University of Sheffield, there's 30,000 students studying from all around the world and we have a remarkable service of career mentoring. I'm not quite sure if everyone has heard about it. So we have uh, alumni from our university who are willing to provide some kind of feedback about their current job to students who are pursuing the same course. So if you don't have time to particularly go into an, all the career opportunities and see what it's like, you can always speak to someone from the same university. It's always easier to start a conversation with them. and They have much more insight to offer that you could possibly gain in about six months' time or so. Yeah, I agree. It's quite hard to get placements, as you said. But if you can do all the research you can, obviously speak to alumni, it's obviously really helpful but nothing's really up to the same standard as actually working there. So I feel like the more sort of like part-time jobs you can get, the more responsibility that you get in those jobs, sort of like practising those key skills, the better. And then once you actually get into your first job, you can take that opportunity and work with it better instead of floundering and be like, oh, this is my first job, I've never done anything in my life. There's also the flexibility as well, which I think is really appealing. I think we're really, really fortunate. I think of my parents' generation, they, um, they're much less likely to go to university, I think, but also when they entered a career, uh, a profession, then they probably stuck with that. But now I think we're, we're kind of blessed in the sense that it's okay to change your mind. <laughs> Obviously, you know, there are pragmatic considerations. Um, you do have the right qualifications, you know, materially, I need to be able to support myself. But also you do have to be able to allow yourself a bit of permission to, to change your path. You know, if you've entered a particular field, a particular profession, that might meet some of your aspirations, it might com coincide with some of your, your motivations, but you know, it might not be completely fulfilling. You know, the things you can do whilst you're working as well, so don't worry too much if at the end of your degree you're not really sure what you want to do, because actually you've gained skills during those years that will equip you for life. 
something else to kind of look at. It's like stuff like volunteering as well. Because the thing is with that, I think, like with some jobs, they'll, they'll even like just appreciate you coming in for maybe six hours a week or something like that. And even that, you can sort of still like develop, again, the same skills that you might do on a part-time job or through a placement. And that can always be something that's really relevant to what you're trying to do as well. There's so much stuff out there if you just start looking and trying to find it. And then I feel like that must jump out on your CV as well. Just sort of volunteering at this place just like immediately stands out to people that, oh right, so that means like you get an immediate sense you're really dedicated to what you want to do and you're really dedicated to this task. Then like that gives you a bit of an upper hand as well in maybe the job market. I just applied for a job back home in India uh, in one of the universities. So uh, in my CV I put up this um, assistant chaplaincy in the multi-faith chaplaincy in the University of Sheffield. And when I got the reply from them, the next immediate question asked to me was about my experience in the chaplaincy out there. So I thought uh, more than what they are looking at my international papers as a PhD student, they're interested about my work. I've done quite a bit of volunteering in my time at university and I think that's really good to find out what you want to do career-wise as well. So I work with um, disabled people Mm -hmm. Um, so you can find out so much about their lives and think, oh, I actually, I'm really interested in this. I want to go into this in the future. So it can sort of expose you to a lot more situations in life, as well as building up those team building leadership skills that everyone talks about. Well, it's quite remarkable the number of facilities the university offers in terms of volunteering, joining a society. This gives you a better opportunity to experience what you're good at and what you might want to do up ahead in life. So it's much less likely for you to make the wrong decision. I think also um, what I find sometimes quite difficult to do is to express those skills, those incredible skills that you've developed through these incredible experiences that you've had and actually tap into the resources here as well. So coming back to to the, the career service and saying, could you just help me? I've got these ideas. How do I express that in a way that's you know, really, really fruitful and is really clear for a potential employer? find that service really helpful. Employers, just one of the main things I feel like they always look for is just examples, specific examples of every skill. So I just think having those really acute, actual specific examples you can just note down just makes such a huge difference, like you said. And the more experience you have, the more it'll sort of naturally come out of you in an interview as well. Like, oh yeah, this happened to me, actually. So you can talk about that and have much more of a natural conversation. Um, I would love to mention what Career Service have done to me uh, two years ago or three years ago. Uh, I was funded uh, with £800 to go for a field study or something like that. I took that £800 from the Career Service, which is called PrEP. You might have heard it, heard about PrEP. I went with that £800 back to the rural area in India. Um, and I went there and talked to him about uh, fair trade. So um, I think this has also become one of the very good uh, points in my CV, mm. thanks to the career service for that. I think there's been so many interesting points that have been made in that section, not only just about what the career service does, but also what the Students' Union do as well, and the, the range of opportunities that are available. It's the number one Students' Union in the country. The Sheffield Volunteering section is fabulous. And it's like what you say, it's almost providing a link from the theoretical, what we learn in academia, and then applying that practically, bridging those those gaps. I'd like to thank my panel for their fantastic input and to you for listening. Just to add that there's a range of resources on the Career Service website, which is chef.ac.uk forward slash careers. And you can book appointments on Career Connect, which is accessible via Muse. If you have been kind of thinking about a possible change of career, also remember that you can still use the Career Service for up to three years after graduation. 
If for any reason you're outside of that and you're still thinking about changing a career, there are other options available to you. Uh, if you look on the National Careers website, there's information there along with our own. Uh, thanks and we look forward to seeing you sometime soon.